This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique effervescence, a.k.a. Ann Christensen. Thank you, Tariq. I, yeah. I love that intro. Yeah. We're getting the marble statue made uh, very, very soon. Good. So. Good. <laughs> and I am... Tariq, a.k.a. The Architects. On this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we're going to talk about a secret steakhouse that just opened. And then uh, we also have a lot of other things to talk about, including a uh, forthcoming new taco joint coming to Sherwood. Also, the Sherwood Feast happening this weekend. And a Sunday supper pop-up event down at Bass Bay Brewhouse, to name a few things. Plus, we're going to talk about a world-renowned chef, winner of a Nobel Peace Prize, bringing one of his restaurants to Chicago in 2020. But let's kick it off with this secret steakhouse, Ian. What's this all about, and where is this secret steakhouse? So I guess you give me the location. It's no longer secret, but uh, mm-hmm. elaborate for yeah, me. Yeah, it's still going to be secret, though. Okay, so the St. Kate Hotel is the newest hotel in downtown mm-hmm. Milwaukee, and uh, it's that's the old uh, Intercontinental. And the, their most recent opening, after opening, you know, quite a few other uh, dining uh, destinations inside, they have something called the Dark Room, which goes by the acronym TDR. Mm. That is the, I guess, secret steakhouse, if you will. Um, they've been very secretive about it, you know, not posting too many photos, not saying a whole lot about it. It just opened. They do have a menu posted on their website. Uh, and yes, it's, you know, kind of your classic steakhouse type mm-hmm. of fare, you know, they have, uh, you know, oysters on the half shell, shrimp cocktail, uh, caviar, uh, their steaks. Um, they're doing some Lynn's heritage Angus steak. So that would be like a filet mignon. They have a ribeye. They have some dry aged reserve steaks. I love dry aged steaks. So and good. yeah. And so they've, they have a, a, a grass fed Angus New York Strip, they have a tomahawk uh, tomahawk chop. 40 ounce. Yes. Tomahawk chop. And also some Strauss veal. And um, if you're not into steak, that's okay because they have lobster tail, uh, diver scallops, they have salmon, uh, they have a pan roasted Amish chicken. I'm seeing Amish chicken everywhere, by the way. Mm. That is like the new thing. Um, And it is open from Tuesday through Saturday from 5 to 10, and you need to make a reservation for this. Now, I've also heard that there is a like a little bit of a secret entrance yeah. to it. Yeah. Is it like, like off the street? So it's not like, is it no, a No, 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 no. It's you go up to the second floor, like if you're going to go to Aria or Giggly, mm-hmm. which is the champagne, champagne bar. bar. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like a little entrance near the hostess station, but it's not very visible. Maybe near a bar. Is there a secret word to get in? I don't think there's a secret word. I think there's just like a secret passage. Secret word should be moo. But you got to say it like a cow, cow would. Oh, right. You can't just say the word moo. Yeah. I don't see that many vegan stuff, but there are a couple of vegetarian options. There's sweet corn ravioli with chanterelle mushrooms, pea shoots, and brown butter. That sounds actually pretty good, actually. Uh, Grilled asparagus, cauliflower steak. But that's actually vegan. So it's olive oil, fresh herbs. So they do, so they won't, like, if you want to go to a steakhouse and your friend's a vegetarian or vegan, they won't feel left out. They Mm -hmm. can get a steak of their own in the form of a cauliflower. So pretty cool. And it's open now. Yeah. Cool. Well, that is TDR, the dark room, uh, the newest uh, uh, restaurant inside the arts hotel known as St. Kate.
8th. Again, you can check out all the details and links at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation with a, a, a legendary chef who won the Nobel Peace Prize, bringing one of his restaurants to Chicago. We're also going to talk about Bacchus. Bacchus is back and more coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. Support for This Bites comes from your membership and society insurance. An insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of society's coverages as well as risk prevention tips are available at societyinsurance.com. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin. The search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in and at radiomilwaukee.org slash backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Now we're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. Uh, and uh, my goddess. What are we going to talk about next? We're going to... Bacchus. Yeah, Bacchus. Bacchus was closed for a while? Bacchus was closed. Uh, start, it it uh, closed, I think, back in July for a refresh, essentially. Mm. They're, um, the the Bartolotta restaurants have been doing this. They started out uh, with uh, Ristorante Bartolotta in Wauwatosa. They totally re- refreshed mm-hmm. that space, too. Um, and Bacchus was next. Bacchus uh, actually is... Gosh, I can't believe it. 15 years. And that, this is in anticipation of its 15th year. This was something that Joe, who passed away back in April, had planned um, to do. So they closed it down. And they. Um, my understanding is they um, really read. I mean, it was a major redesign of the bar, um, somewhat of the restaurant and the conservatory area. Um, and the 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 new in, or in the dining room, I guess it's brighter. They have a much brighter lighting scheme. They have a skylight. Um and the bar has been refurnished and expanded, um, and the back bar as well, um, to, I guess, make it a, a more of a connection to the dining room. Mm-hmm. And, and in the past, it's always been rather separate. So um, so anyway, they, they did a lot of, of renovation on the interior. Um, chef Nick Worth has uh, been the chef there for quite a, some time, and he is bringing some new things to the menu. Um, for instance, on, on his seasonal menu, um, there's a roasted venison loin, a wagyu, um, flat iron steak, and a 20-ounce prime Chateau Briand for two. Um, the menu also includes some new vegetarian options um, and some uh, locally sourced cheeses. And there's also a signature three-course menu of Bacchus's most popular dishes um, and a six-course menu that's offered Monday through Saturday. So... Um, they're, they're also going to unveil, I guess, in the coming months, a new tasting room experience, um, which, uh, which was in a space they, they would call the Lakeview Dining Room. I think that's more of like a mm-hmm. private dining area. So there's, that's going to be a tasting room as well. Um, the, uh, the restaurant is reopening on September 16th, officially. Um, and uh, yeah, it's open for dinner. Uh, if you care to know the hours, mm-hmm. I can tell you. Yeah. Monday through Thursday, 5.30 to 9. Friday, 5.30 to 10. And Saturday, 5 to 10. Cool. And it reopens on September 16th, correct? Correct. Cool. Next, uh, we're going to head to uh, a Milwaukee suburb uh, to the south of us, known as Chicago. Uh, known for their deep dish casserole or pizza, some might be known. But uh, they're going to get a, a kind of a imports in 2020. Uh, a world-renowned chef, uh, best known for winning a Nobel Peace Prize and his humanitarian action, actions, 
involving bringing his his cooking for people who are been affected by hurricanes and and like Puerto Rico and re- most recently Bahamas. Josea Andreas, uh, best known for his restaurants in D.C., Las Vegas, is actually opening his first restaurant in Chicago next year, Haleo, his signature restaurant, Spanish restaurant. I don't know. You've never been to a Josea Andreas no. restaurant, right? So uh, my friends live in D.C., so they've been to this restaurant, Haleo, which will be open in Chicago 2020. There's one in D.C. My friend's been there, and it's. they say it's. you have to do this. You have to go to this restaurant. But I've been to one of his places. Um, I, I hope you're familiar with, uh, are you familiar with Minibar? I am, yeah. Yeah, so Minibar is this kind of like experimental place, uh, kind of the kind of gastro-molecular kind of restaurant, which you have to probably book like three to six months in advance. So when I went to D.C. last time, about three months, not three months, three years ago, I was hopefully getting in there. Of course, I couldn't. But there was a cocktail bar. He has a cocktail bar called Minibar. Um, so we went there. The cocktails were just, uh, it was cool to watch. It was very entertaining. They were doing really cool stuff with the cocktails. But they also have some of the stuff that's available at uh, the mini bar, at Bar Mini. It's kind of confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, like, one of the things I had the best oyster. The oyster was, like, suspended in its own juices. So they made it, like, a gelatin of the oyster's juice, the brine. They turned it into a gelatin and suspended the oyster inside its own juices with this gelatin. Wow. So it looked like a perfect sphere, and it was just amazing. Um, I know my coworker Sarah had the avocado toast, which did not look like what you expect from an avocado toast. So he's really, you know, an amazing chef, but also an amazing humanitarian. So the restaurant opens sometime in 2020 in the uh, area of River North. It was just announced earlier this week. Uh, so you're looking for a mid-2020 opening. But, of course, he has restaurants in D.C., Maryland, Arlington, Virginia, that whole area. Uh, also has a restaurant in Disney. He's also planning a restaurant in Dubai. But uh, I figure people who in Milwaukee, and I heard of them, like want to have opportunity to try his food, now have an opportunity to just drive up instead of taking a flight to try uh, Jose Andreas' uh, signature restaurant, Haleo. Uh, I just want to give a taste of some of the menus. That's the uh, items on the menu. Um I'm not going to pronounce the titles because I'm just not not going to butcher it. So, for example, like some starters, he has a 48-month cured ham from the legendary free-range acorn-fed black-footed Iberico pigs of Spain, goat milk cheese with raisin walnut bread pig jam. This is the one in the D.C. Haleo. So I'm expecting you might see the similar menus when it opens in Chicago. Um, there's a lot of cheese dishes, actually. There's a whole, like, I guess a whole section of quesos, mm-hmm. like cheeses. So... Which is, looks really good. There's a um, traditional raw manchego cheese paired with compressed apples. Um, there's also uh, this. This one looks really good. Sea urchin with diced peppers, tomatoes, cucumbers, and trout roe. There's also an anchovies dish that sounds really, really good. It's a uh, don Picante Spanish anchovies with fresh tomatoes. So it's a really, really authentically kind of the Spanish mm-hmm. restaurant coming to Chicago. And again, you know. Just going behind his food, he has done a lot. Jane Spirit Awards awarded him a humanitarian. He's got a lot of awards for his activism, including awards for his culinary skills. So definitely looking forward to it. So I'm pretty sure Milwaukee Mag is going to send you to, to uh, review Oh, it. right. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah, they're going to yeah. send me there. Yeah, all expenses <laughs> paid. Mm-hmm. So what's your thoughts? Are you looking forward to something like this? Yeah, yeah. that sounds really cool. Yeah. It's kind of nice to see because a lot of these big chefs – they only open restaurants 
away from the Midwest, you know, with exception of Alinea, which is in Chicago. But a lot of these coastal chefs that open up ex- expanded restaurants, they sort of avoid the Midwest for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think the so, Midwest is typically on their radar. Yeah. So I don't. Have you ever wondered why that is? I mean, Chicago is it's not a small city. Mm. You think some of these chefs would decide to like let's open up something in Chicago, but they don't. You never thought about that. You know, I think all of that is changing, especially as like, you know, look at how Minneapolis has yeah. absolutely just exploded with really interesting mm-hmm. restaurants. I mean, I guess in the past it's kind of made me wonder, but I think it's changing. I don't, yeah. I don't know that that means you know Milwaukee is going to be one of those places that it's going to ever get a you know Jose Andreas restaurant. But you know, you never know. You never know. Let's put it out there in the universe, Jose. Milwaukee. Yeah, come here. Rent's Jose. cheaper, by the way, Jose. Well, yeah. Just letting you know. Rent's cheaper. A lot cheaper, You yeah. can save a whole lot more money. Uh-huh. Open your restaurant here. And you still probably sell out because people from Chicago be coming here. So, just saying. <laughs> well, that's uh, the, the Jose Andreas restaurant opened its first Chicago restaurant mid-2020. Next up, uh, we mentioned this place, Fine and Dandy, right? Kind of this we fried have. chicken shop, fried chicken joint that will be opening up into the uh, the food hall coming to the Grand Avenue. Third Street Market yes. food hall. Yep. And, and in fact, um, this is the, the enterprise that Jarvis Williams, who mm-hmm. is of uh, the Surge Restaurant Group in Carnivore specifically, uh, is doing. And uh, this every Sunday now, they're hoping to do this a Sunday supper. Um, so it's a dinner that is... Um, uh, served with two sides and a biscuit. You get a uh, quarter of a chicken. Um, you can either do a quarter white chicken or you can either do the dark meat chicken um, or a half chicken. And uh, actually, you can also order family style, which would be eight pieces with three sides and biscuits. Um, and the sides are macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes and gravy, French fries, buttered sweet corn. And then for dessert, they have banana pudding. So this is a special pop-up. Um, that hopefully is going to run every Sunday, or they'd like to, it to run every Sunday until the Third Street Market opens. opens. Yeah. And so, when's the first one? Uh, well, they 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 started it like uh, in the last couple of weeks. Okay. And it starts at four p.m. Cool. And where is this restaurant located? Oh, Bra- Bass Bay Brew House uh, is out in Muskego. Okay. Uh, really uh, great little supper club. Cool. Uh, next, we're going to talk about, we're going to head back into town to Shorewood. This weekend, uh, there is kind of this Shorewood feast. Mm-hmm. What's this Shorewood feast about? Uh, it's kind of a, an outdoor, I guess it's sort of an outdoor festival. Um, you know, uh, the, the Shorewood Farmer's Market has become really popular in recent years. Obviously, a lot of businesses have been opening. A lot of restaurants have been opening in Shorewood right on Oakland Avenue. That's where this is going to be located. So this, um, I guess you could call it more of a festival because it's from like 11 to 9 on Saturday, mm-hmm. this Saturday, tomorrow. Um, and it's, it's being, it's, it takes place between the 4200 block and the 4400 block of Oakland. So okay. this is all happening outside. Um, there's going to be tons of vendors. There's, they're, they're going to have live music. And um, amongst the, out, the foods available, uh, there's going to be Iron Great barbecue, funky fresh spring rolls, uh, Milwaukee Brat House, Mr. Dye's Pies. Donut Monster, uh, Meat on the Street, uh, North Shore Boulangerie, which is located right in Shorewood there. They're, they're offering some of their French specialties and baked goods. Pedro's South American Food, Pete's Pops, Pilcrow Coffee, um, you know, 
uh, there's obviously going to be a lot of food there. Cool. And it kicks off what time? on 11 a.m. 11 a.m. in Shorewood. Mm-hmm. Off of Oakland, right? Right. Cool. Staying in Shorewood, uh, there was a joint that closed not too, about a year ago? I feel like a few months. I don't know how long ago. I think Rumpus? It was in, I think it was in October. Oct- yeah, Rumpus, Octo- or Ruckus Burger. Ruckus, um, which is a burger joint, closed. Yep. But now it looks like it's going to get a new new lease on life as a as an as a taco place, a taco joint. So uh, the founders, creators of Bel Air Cantina, they're going to open a taco restaurant right in Shorewood, but it's not going to be another Bel Air Cantina. This one they're going to call um, Haya Hia H I Y A, all okay. in caps, uh, tacos, and that's the forty one forty four North Oakland Avenue. Um, this is targeted for early 2020, and um, they are. It's going to be all tacos, or a lot of a lot of tacos. Let's put it that way. Like, um, like kind of that street style tacos. On the well, they're doing different ones: traditional breakfast, and then they say novel, non-traditional tacos. Okay. They want to have um, at least 14 to 15 kinds of tacos or on the fillings. menu consistently. Wow. Yeah, that's um, a lot. That's a lot of tacos, and. Uh, it's also they're also going to have some shareable plates, vegan, gluten free, and vegetarian options. Um, and they were able to get a Class B liquor license, <laughs> so uh, that means they're going to have frozen and on the rocks margaritas. They're going to have uh, some uh, local beer, canned cocktails, as well as like aqua fresca um, and you know some other beverages. I've been getting margaritas well. a lot. I, you know, I mean, you've been well. I know you I, I've been make making really them. Yeah, and like yeah. I've been ex- experimenting with different kind of simple syrups, like jalapenos, chipotle. Um, there's something about like a really good tequila with lime juice, how it transforms, like the chemical reactions. It's just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't like the bottled stuff. I like making it fresh. There's something about that cocktail, making it at home, uh, just makes me so happy. I don't know what it is. Maybe after two of them, that's maybe why I'm happy. That's probably why, yeah. I'm, that's my guess, Tree. <laughs> so Shorewood is busy. Shorewood's popping off. You know yeah. what the joke was that someone told me? So people's kids out of college go to River West. Once they get a little old, they go to Bayview. Once kids get older and leave the house, they move to Shorewood. Okay. So this is, yeah. this is triumph of love. So it's River West, Bayview. Yep. And then Shorewood. It's yep. kind of like school, like high school, middle school, high school, college, graduation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, let's head back into Milwaukee. Uh, coming up October, the two restaurants known as Movida and Hotel Madrid are getting into kind of of a, a culinary beef. Yeah. But, Double entendre, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. But I don't, is there really any beef in Paella? I don't know. It, it is it is a good yeah you know, beef yeah I, I like it I, you know so what they're doing is some kind of paella yeah it's a paella palooza so it's a battle between Movida and Hotel Madrid they're gonna go at it with their paellas and um, you know it's it's basically a battle of the, the paella battle right so, yeah so between the two chefs of those restaurants and then people who, who, who go have an opportunity to vote for the best one mm-hmm. have you made paella before you know, I I've made a paella. You know, years and years ago, a friend I had a roommate who had a big paella pan, and yeah, they're actual pans yeah, that you can yeah. buy. That are oh, this is a paella pan, um, and we made like 
I think she was vegetarian, so we did like a vegetarian paella, which is not the same, really, not the same thing, really. You know, it, you need it, the it, other flavors yeah, to soak yeah, up the yeah, rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did do that, and we did have the saffron and the in the in the you know the Spanish rice and everything. So it was it was good. It yeah. was good in its way. Did you do it but, outside, like over a fire? No, like a no, way? no. It was inside. It was okay. inside. So, so it wasn't. It was not traditional. Okay. I always wanted to do that, like to get the the wood, a real paella pan, and do it outside. Like I've seen videos of people in the streets in Spain, and you're just like. Throwing his stuff, and they got the big ore. Oh my god! <laughs> like yeah, this like big wooden spoon and mixing it. Like I really want to do that. Intense. Yeah, yeah. So, like shrimp, lobsters, like all this kind of just it's just, and that get that little crispy rice at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Did you get did it did it turn out with the crispy rice? Well, the, that that did, and that's okay. that to me is one of the best parts is yeah. that crispy rice. Cool, like rice krispies treat. <laughs> <laughs> not really, not really. So someone's but, gonna, you know, someone's gonna do a dessert pie, right? Oh no, I hope not. <laughs> I really, really hope not. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it's out there right now, somewhere in this country. Uh, someone's done a dessert pie. Well, with caramel sauce and strawberry. Oh gosh, that just sounds terrible. Rice Krispies. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. So anyway, this Paya Palooza takes place at Ho- Hotel Madrid. Okay. October twelfth, eleven to three. Cool. I forgot to mention we have one more thing. You talk about uh, Twisted Fisherman. We have an event coming up on September twenty first. That is Saturday. Twisted Fisherman is doing a crawfish boil, uh, and it's they're calling it their inaugural crawfish boil. And um, this is this that seafood and crab shack that's mm-hmm. located in the Menominee yep. Valley. It's near the Potawatomi mm-hmm. Casino and not far from the Harley Davidson Museum. So. Um, for, you know, like a set price, you can get a heaping serving of fresh flown in overnight crawfish shrimp on dewy sausage and all the fixings. Well, they're flying them in. That's what they're saying. Well, you, cause you can't. Flown in every, overnight. You have, so they, they yeah. don't have to be live crawfish to do a proper crawfish bowl. You I would think so. You, know, you can't really have, you can't really do a crawfish bowl or to cook crawfish. I should, I would yeah. hope not. And um, they're going to have the extra crispy bra- brass band there entertaining you. So this sounds like a pretty good event. And when is it again? This is Saturday, September 21st. There are two seating times available, 5.30 and 7.30. It's going to be busy, so make your reservations. Um, and actually, they're taking reservations up through Wednesday, September 18th. So okay. get on there. That's approaching and, and call uh, that number. very soon. Yeah. Cool. Well, that concludes this week's edition of uh, This Bites. This bite's produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sauna inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. NPR, Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcast. And as always, and stay hungry and keep... Keep the Malort cold. <laughs> <laughs>